0: Hi guys, this is your host Ola and welcome to the All Things Money podcast where I'm here to discuss all things money from budgeting, saving, investing and everything else in between. With the cost of living on the rise, it's important that we try and find ways to try and save our money to help our pennies stretch further. I feel like I'm starting to sound like a broken record, but I just want to provide you all with as many tips and tricks to help you out during these times we're currently living in. With that being said, I am joined with Katie Royals to share different money-saving hacks to help you save money. Hi, Katie. Welcome onto the podcast today. How are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. And thank you very much for having me on. You're welcome. Guys, if you don't already know Katie, you need to get to know Katie because she actually is the woman behind our blog posts on our website. And I was literally just saying before we started recording that I don't know why I've left it this so long for her to come and join me. So yeah, very excited to have Katie on the podcast today. But yeah, how are you, Katie? All good?
1: Yeah, very well. Very excited to talk about money saving as always. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: exciting. Please feel free to introduce yourself to everyone listening.
1: Yeah, so hi, I'm Katie. I'm a twenty-six year old financial journalist who got into the personal finance space when I was writing about money for a lot of people and thought there's a lot our age group need to know about mm-hmm. and an awful lot we're not taught in schools or at university that could really benefit all our lives.
0: Yeah, no exactly that. And you also have an online platform?
1: Yes, I do. So you can find me on Instagram as
0: 20% Katie, or I'm also on Twitter under the same handle. Amazing. And before we delve into today's topic, I'm keen to know what inspired you to start your personal finance account.
1: Yeah, so it sort of came together during lockdown, and that's where the 20% came from, because it's while a lot of people are on furlough, and I was looking to, you know, top up that extra... 20% really so you didn't I miss see. it. I see
0: yeah I like that.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah and then sort of as furlough came to an end I realised it's also kind of a nod to the gender pay gap as well with women earning well in the US it's at least 79 cents to a dollar so that's wow. again sort of that 20% but yeah as I said my background sort of being a financial journalist I focus mainly on writing for the advisors of very wealthy people mm-hmm. in my sort of nine to five and so many of the tips and tactics they use can be used by anyone we just yeah don't know about it so i think it's really important to share that information and help our generation because we don't mm. have it easy
0: no we really don't we really don't and this is the conversation i've been having a lot this week i took part in a round table discussion recently about you know young people and finances and you know we really don't we are the generation that apparently love avocado and netflix too much so we can't get onto the poverty ladder but that is a topic for another day because that really grinds my gears but obviously we are here to chat about some tips and tricks to help and kind of people save money during this cost of living crisis I hate that term but I guess that's the only kind of way we, we've coined it now but during this time at the moment obviously we know many people are feeling stretched I feel like there's so many tips out there that it kind of can be a bit overwhelming so I'm keen to hear Katie what are your out of the box ways people can save money at the moment?
1: Yeah so as you said there are so many different ways out there and we kind of know most people who are tuned in and listening to this will probably tried a lot of them anyway so getting a little bit out of the box I think one of the best things you can do is club together like join up with friends family whoever and this can go across a whole range of things from you know sharing lifts if you're going to similar places or the same place and maybe then you have to message someone you haven't messaged before but you know (laughs) none of us want to be spending hundreds of pounds filling up our car every few weeks Mm -hmm. to even you know shopping in bulk we all know buying in bulk does work out cheaper so if there's a few of you living in a house together or even if you're like living on the same road or something you can buy bigger things and split the cost between you
0: yeah
1: and that works quite well and even sort of taking it in turns you know say every Friday night you will have an evening and one person hosts each night you know obviously cooking for four people is cheaper than one or absolutely two people. especially with energy bills at the moment exactly and even then you know you're only having to have lights on in one room and yeah. heating on in one room so that's one of my top tips is to club together and also it means you're talking about the problem and being open with your friends and family and yeah. I think that's a really important thing so often you know, if someone in the group suggesting something expensive, we feel scared to so
0: sort and of and awkward.
1: Yeah, you don't want to say no. So I think if you're sort of suggesting cheaper ways and talking about it, you'll be surprised how many people are really keen to yeah go along with you. And then in other tips, I think there's some ways of like saving money. It's all about the habits. You don't necessarily have to be saving 100, 200, 300 pounds absolutely a month. So I have a really nice one that sort of every time. I go for a run or to the gym I put a coin into a jar and then you okay. scoop it up and eventually that's what I use to buy my running kit
0: no I like that I like that and I think you know that's really important because and this is something I always talk about when I host workshops about when it comes to saving like it isn't literally about saving the thousands and I think that mindset comes from wanting to save like for a house deposit I think but I think at the moment every little bit helps so if that's rounding up to the nearest penny or you know like you said dropping in a coin every time you go running I think it's really really important that people kind of get into that habit by starting small and then if you can save more then I think that's just as important
1: yeah no definitely I always say you know it's all about forming the habits so and maybe mm-hmm. you know you'd like to think if you're relatively young your income will increase as you get older we're all very hopeful this high cost of living is not gonna (laughs) just become the norm yeah so if you have the habits in place even if you're only saving five or ten pounds a week Mm -hmm. at some point that could become 50 60
0: yeah plus absolutely
1: oh and the other one that i have that's quite good is all to do with travel expenses because you you have to get places Mm -hmm. so if you're a driver try driving slower okay Sounds a little bit crazy, <laughs> but even driving at, say, 60 rather than 70 miles an hour is going to save you about 10p a mile or so. Okay. Um, Interesting. In fact, it might not be 10p p. I will double check those because yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But it does, yes, it, it does save you money driving slower because you're driving more efficiently, you're mm-hmm. keeping a more constant speed. Yeah. And sort of, you know, in more residential areas, suddenly accelerating, then braking is you know you're using more fuel but also you're putting higher wear and tear on your brakes and Mm -hmm. your clutch and your gearbox so that's a really sensible way to do and then with if you don't drive and you rely on public transport try and go off peak as much as possible yeah with the sort of flexible working world we live in like I'm sure a lot of employers will be open to traveling you know you're coming in slightly different hours yeah Um, I know I've said to my own team if it's just internal meetings you know get the off peak trains there's no need to absolutely do that anymore and if you've got a rail card or it's 16 to 25 or 26 to 30 that's a third or all off peak travel on trains and you can connect it to your Easter card which yes. a lot of people don't know or they don't, don't know. know
0: and i've been meaning to do this i've been so bad so i need to go out of my way to actually buy an oyster card cause i don't have one but i have heard that if you connect your rail card to your easter card you can get discounts travel and fair i'm actually ashamed that i don't do this but i do need to actually actively find the time to buy an oyster card and do it because the money you can save, but like you said it's nearly a third of all travel off peak. So, yeah, I do need to make the most of that.
1: Yeah, no, definitely do it. cuts my fare from something like nearly £7 to £2.50. Shut up. So, yeah.
0: <gasps> okay, right. I I am out in London this evening, so I am going to go and buy an Oyster card on my way out because that is wild. Because my travel into London at the moments the like £10, £11 each time I go, which oh, is so yeah. expensive. It's so much you just... Yeah
1: you just have to remember to keep your Oyster card topped up and connected mm-hmm. to your rail card and you're sorted. it will save you so much.
0: Yeah no thank you for that tip. Guys I hope you're making note of that one especially for those who live in London. <laughs> yeah. Amazing so those are amazing tips and definitely some that I need to try out especially when it comes to clubbing together. Fingers crossed my sister passes her driving test soon because she has been learning for too long but again things like that like you know driving to the train station together makes a huge difference especially with petrol now i mean we are seeing a slow decline in the price but you know petrol is still extortionate so yeah anything you can do to kind of save money and also like you said meals together especially when you know sometimes you don't always want to go out clubbing or you know meals out they're becoming really expensive especially in london now if you can Having those meals at, in with your friends can potentially save lots of money. But yeah, I'm keen to know, Katie, what methods are you currently using to save money right now?
1: Yeah, so I am actually using all the ones I've just mentioned, but I also have a few apps that help me okay. out as well for mm-hmm. some slightly bigger savings or more obvious ones anyway. yeah. So I use uh, Chip quite a lot. Okay, yeah. And um, So I set that up for the automatic savers. So I think it's works out roughly two to three times a week
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it kind of is connected to your bank account so it can see roughly what you can afford to save and takes proportion and puts it straight into a savings pot perfect and the interest is paid every day so you can see it oh really yeah it comes up every day so obviously it's only a few pence every day but it's you know it's It's something yeah yeah so I really like that and you don't think about it and usually you, I mean you can set the level you want to save but for me it usually comes out at about 20 pounds or so a time so okay. you know it's a substantial amount over time but it's the sort of amount you feel like oh well that was a meal out or that mm-hmm. was that so it's you know I say it's affordable it's obviously relative to what you have in your bank account but yeah they work that out so yeah, yeah. That's quite clever and I love it because you don't have to think about it. You just get a notification on your phone saying we've calculated this saving and obviously you have a chance to pause it or decline mm-hmm. it if you don't yeah. want to. But in general, I just go ahead and don't think about it. I love <laughs> that. that. And the other one, I am a relatively recent convert and probably quite late to the past year as a money blogger, but to Chase. mhm so, I now love my Chase account. Yeah. Um, so, firstly, for your first 12 months, you get your 1% cash back, which yes. I guess is saving money, I think.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I would. <laughs> yeah. So, that works. And then you can put that
1: and then have a savings account set up. So, I transfer my that money straight into my savings account so it doesn't yeah. go back into my general pot. So obviously, mm-hmm. you can choose how you do that. But yeah. I think that's a great way of actually saving the money and they also you can put on roundups so it rounds every purchase up to a pound and again I think for the first 12 months it's um
0: on a five percent interest for those roundups so wow it's you your current savings account at the moment I think my savings account at the moment is 1.8 percent with Zopa which I thought well it is still one of the best on the market but compared to five percent yeah yeah, I mean yeah, it's only five percent on those small roundups, but it's still it's still, it's still worth abs- it. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, I actually opened a Zopa account last week because so I saw that one point eight percent on your Instagram. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Every little helps in these days. Honestly, like some people might not think one point eight is a lot, but before I was on one point five. So again, in these times of hardship, everything helps. But I love the fact that you mentioned cashback because that's something I swear by, and I talk about it nonstop on Instagram, if you guys don't already follow me on Instagram, but yeah, top cashback for me is my absolute go-to when it comes to saving money. I guess some people don't know if it's saving money or you're making money, but for me, I'm saving money because I'm getting my money back on all the purchases I would have made. So it was recently my sister's birthday. So I purchased her a present from Selfridges and I received 7% cash back on it which That's is so quite good. nice because especially when i think the in total like just over 100 pounds seven percent i mean that is amazing and i feel like loads of people maybe you guys listening right now think that cashback is still a scam and i can honestly tell you hand on heart it's not like if you're not using cashback websites you are missing a serious trick so yeah if you don't already use cashback you definitely really need to know that
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. I love it. Always. Mm-hmm. First thing I do is check if they're on one of the websites.
0: Got to. Literally, there's so many retailers. That, to be fair, this sounds like an ad now. I promise you it's not an ad. But, yeah, there's so many retailers like ASOS, Adidas, Selfridges, Booking.com, Trainline, especially all my, if you're someone that actually books train tickets through Trainline. Again, always book through Top Cashback. I think Quidco might also have them as well. I haven't used Quidco for a while. But, again, you'll get percentage money back on any purchases that you make so yeah again check that out and like you said you would mentioned chip I actually use Monzo for mine equivalent so again Monzo also has the pot saving feature and also the roundup fe- feature which I've turned up at the moment but that is also really handy if you are looking to kind of save your pennies and again it'll move the money into a separate pot which is amazing
1: yeah I think it's amazing the things that if you can get stuff automated I think mm-hmm. that really really helps because it stops you having to think about it and it stops that decision moment where you're like, I could
0: buy this or I could save this.
1: It's just done.
0: Yeah, literally, literally. And I think another tip for me for any of you guys out there that struggles to save or maybe overspends, it's probably like more like a budgeting tip. But for me, I I think many of you guys now know, I go out and about with my Monzo card. And over summer I had my Monzo, my Chase account, my main account my credit card's all into my Apple Pay and I've now decided to move all of them because, yeah, summer spending went a bit manic. So now I literally only have my Monzo card on my Apple Pay and that has done me the world of good because, again, it's so easy. When you're going out and about, you think, oh, yeah, I've got X amount of card if this one declines not like my card's ever decline, but just in case it does I know I've got other cards to kind of use and I think now knowing that I've only got my Monzo card and I know my limit on there it's definitely allowed me to save more money than what I would have spent originally
1: oh I know it's so easy to sort of think like oh maybe I'll just put this on this card because then that kind of doesn't count in my budget because I do my budget on the other card (laughs) which is so bad I need to stop doing that
0: Literally. Do you have any other methods of saving money right now that you're currently using? I think that's pretty much my main ones mm-hmm. at the moment. I would say there's quite a lot there. I try not yeah. to overcomplicate it too much. <laughs> no, definitely. I think, lastly, to add for me, discount codes and coupons, guys, you need to make the most of them. People like to call me cheap. I just see it as being very smart with my money, especially when you're shopping online. So one of my favorite go-to websites at the moment is Voucher Codes. So Voucher Codes is amazing if you're looking for like discount codes just before you're about to do your online shopping. And another great one is a browser extension called Honey. So Honey is, if you use Google Chrome, you can download the extension on there. And what it does is if you're about to shop, let's say, ASOS when you get to your basket it'll pop up and see if you scan the internet for any valid discount codes that you might be eligible for so if you don't know honey and you don't use voucher codes then guys make sure you download them both because again you're missing a serious money saving hack if you don't already use them amazing so obviously I know there's some people right now that they have their savings and obviously they are feeling the pinch which means that they are probably having to dip into their savings more often than they'd like do you have any top tips to stop them from doing so at all?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously times right now are really, really tough mm-hmm. and you may have to do that to survive. But if you find you're sort of dipping in for maybe non-essential purchases or just because yeah. you feel like it, I think there are a few things you can do to help. My top tip would be to put your savings somewhere where it's slightly harder to access. Mm-hmm. Access. I know we all love an easy access savings account because, you know, it fits with a lot of financial goals and you can move money quite quickly. But maybe try putting them in something more like premium bonds, where it does take three to five days to take the money out, because Mm -hmm. you can still get the money if you need it. You know, realistically, you probably, fingers crossed, going to have three to five days to get the money. Yeah. But you have to think twice. You're not just going to take it out because you saw nice sale on pretty much thing or something Yes, <laughs> um, so true <laughs> yeah so I think yeah if you put them somewhere harder and obviously there's a lot of other accounts mm-hmm. you don't have to use premium bonds I know obviously you don't have interest on in premium bonds you kind of have the price sure So some people mm-hmm. don't like that because it's much harder to plan what's yeah. going to be in your account that a lot of accounts sort of have you know a slightly harder to access which yeah. I think is The easiest thing to do there because you know that's (laughs) you have to if you have to think twice I think you're less likely to do it absolutely and then equally I'd say the other thing to do is again it's sort of that outside out of mind thing if you put them in a different account to your main or bank account you use regularly Mm, yeah you don't see them when you go on and think do I have money for this yes So, you know, if say Monzo is your main one, you've got all your savings there as well and you're sort of looking at your balance and underneath you can see, oh, I've got 500 quid saved there. It's (laughs) going to be much easier to dip into that than if that 500 quid was say elsewhere
0: account. absolutely because i know many of friends and to be fair there's nothing wrong with it if your money's getting the best possible interest rate there but i know there's some people that might bank let's say for example santander and their current accounts with santander and then their savings accounts with santander and i know from previous experience both of them come up within the app so you might just be like oh like i've just seen a new pair of shoes on sale let me look at my current account oh i don't have any money there so let me just move my money for my savings into my current account because they're both so easily visible it's so easy to kind of dip into it so yeah I definitely recommend if you can have your savings account with a different provider from your main current account because yeah again out of sight out of mind hopefully for some people yeah I think
1: so I, I feel like that's the worst thing it's the same as automating isn't it it's taking mm-hmm. that thinking bit out of the process and just knowing it's a way doing good and the only other thing I say as well is set your financial goals like yes. really think about what you're saving for and whether you you know maybe you have something up in front of your desk that has that goal written or you know somewhere on your phone a little reminder Mm -hmm. because you know something like a house deposit can feel really far away for a lot of people Mm. so maybe you need smaller goals along the way that can just kind of keep that in your mind and think yeah those shoes are really pretty but this is the goal and yes this is going to help me get there Mm -hmm. and Because I think otherwise you're kind of denying yourself something you want for no clear reason.
0: Yeah, and sometimes it's the instant gratification. And again, I had this talk in this roundtable discussion that sometimes I think, Some people, again, I'm not going to put whoever generation into this category, but for some people, we are quite quick to want to, you know, just have a quick splurge for a vast number of reasons. But again, like you said, Katie, it's really important if you can to have a set goal in mind. I think for me at the moment, yes, my long term goal is to save for a house, but I do want to go traveling next year. Fingers crossed. So that is On my list of things, so do I really want to spend £200 on a pair of Nike Dunk trainers? No, because I'd rather go travelling Central America. So again, it's really important to have those goals in mind if you can. And also just realising, again, we're in this period of financial hardship for some people. So really, again, it's really important to weigh up the pros and cons for each of your different purchases. So I know a lot of people like the 30-day rule in certain circumstances. That is where, you know, you might see something online that you really want to buy. Rather than purchasing it straight away, put it into like your wish list. So I know my ASOS wish list at the moment is so long. <laughs> Leave it in your wish list for 30 days and come back to it and then see again, you know, is it something I still really want to purchase? And most often than not, you're probably going to think, now nah, the moment's gone now. I don't really want to buy it anymore. So, again, that's a very handy tip as well if you're looking to kind of save some money. Yeah, definitely. I love that tip. <laughs> <laughs> so, Katie, before I let you go today, do you have any? final money saving tips, or just words of encouragement for people kind of feeling the pinch at the moment?
1: Yeah, I think my final sort of words would be just be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a really difficult time, and I think the fact that you're listening to this podcast, you're clearly in tune with finances, you're really trying to do the best for your future self and your yeah. finances, and that's a really positive step to be taking, and you know, whatever you're doing, you're doing your best, and don't be put off by you know everyone has different responsibilities different Mm -hmm. backgrounds so some people may seem further ahead than you but you've never know the full story so don't compare yourself just get your habits in place now however small and that's going to bode really well for the future when you know things things turn around and they're a little bit nicer for all of us so yeah that's what I'd say just
0: be nice to yourself yeah no and I just want to echo that actually I think it's really really important I think again the news really doesn't help with you know what's going on at the moment news of the queen as well has really shocked the nation on top of everything so you know I feel like the general atmosphere sometimes can feel really low but yeah like Katie said please be kind to yourself we're all feeling the pinch I don't see I don't know anyone that hasn't noticed a change whether you're well off whether you're not everyone's seeing a change in circumstances you know so I think again like Kate said be kind to yourself also please be mindful of your social media and use intake I think that's very important as well I think there's a lot of scaremongering and there's also a lot of People acting like they're not being affected as much as they are. And again, that can make you feel pretty rubbish about yourself. So yeah, again, just be very mindful. And like you all know, if you ever need something or want to reach out to talk about where you're at or you're struggling, I'm always here. There's loads of charities as well out there that are happy to lend an ear. But yeah, thank you so much, Katie, for joining me on the podcast today. I am certain many people listening will find today's podcast episode useful. But obviously, before I let you go, if people would like to give you a follow for all of your personal finance tips and information, where can they go to do so?
1: Yeah, so if you look me up on Instagram, it's 20% Katie. I also have my own blog, the 20%. Mm -hmm. So if you just Google 20%, that will come up and you'll find me on Twitter under the same handle as well. So be yeah, great to connect with more of you and chat all things money.
0: Yes, amazing. I love that, Katie. Thank you so much again. And guys, as always, I'll leave all the links in the podcast description. So please make sure you go check Katie out. Her tips are amazing. And also the blog she writes for the All Things Money website is fabulous as well. Again, I'll leave all the links and she also recently got hacked. So please give her all the love and support you can on Instagram. Because yeah, like I said, amazing tips that she shares. So yeah, thank you so much again, Katie
1: thank you so much for having me
0: thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the all things money podcast for more all things money make sure you follow us on social media subscribe to the podcast and make sure you tune back in next week